Okay, so hey guys, welcome to another episode of Iglap. It's me, your host, Paolo. And for today's episode, we have a new guest. Uh, she's never been here before, so I hope you won't be too nervous. So welcome to Iglap for the first time, AJ. So hey, AJ. Hello, Pao. Thank you for having me. I feel so nervous, actually. This is the first time I'm doing this ever. Never I pictured know. myself doing a podcast ever in my life. But I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not really about... It's just about you, right? So it's not like we're gonna rate your performance or anything. <laughs> That's yeah. <what> I so, <laughs> so AJ, um, usually with my guests, I ask them to mention like a, you know, a fun fact about themselves that not a lot of people know about. So why don't you go ahead and give us a fun fact about yourself? Um, whenever I get asked this question, I think the first thing that comes to mind is I never really like soft drinks for a long time, and honestly, until now. <laughs> like when I grew up, I never really got used to drinking soft drinks. And then I got that habit until I grew up. So until now, I'm not really much of a soft drinks person. And I'm not sure if it's really a fun fact, but it's a fact that my, that people would make make them feel like, oh, wow, she doesn't drink soft drinks. Not because she doesn't want to, but oh, she doesn't drink soft drinks because she doesn't want to, but she doesn't drink it because that's what she's got used to when she was young so yeah oh so is it like similar to how i grew up because like my mom she didn't like allow us to drink like pops or sodas growing up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like very rare like maybe yeah. it was in a party or, or something like that you know those like family gatherings but yeah so your mom was the same like she didn't allow you actually not really it's it's just not of course, when you're growing up, your parents would limit you from eating eating junk food, chocolate, or soft drinks. And then yeah. eventually, they didn't have to tell me what not to eat. And then when I first got to try it, oh, I didn't really like it at all. But it's a different uh, reason for beer. <laughs> yeah. But actually, not thinking about it, like... I don't know, I kind of agree with you because there are times, you know, when your body says, oh, let's have like a, yeah, some yeah. Pop, you know, like that's like once in a blue moon. But when when you drink it, though, like, I don't know, like I agree with you that it doesn't really taste that great. Really? Oh, my gosh. This is the first time I've met someone who has a similar case as me. <laughs> because like, OK, like thinking about it, OK, um, whether it's like Coke or Pepsi or what, mm-hmm. it just tastes like water sugar that's. Yes carbonated yeah I, you know, like, I really didn't like the carbonated thing there oh no but even without the carbonation it's really okay not yeah good. yeah it's really but, not good because it's just sweet it's just like stale water sugar right but yeah but here's the thing like you mentioned beer right like that's not the same <laughs> beer. yeah it's not no, the same. I, I guess it's because like how beer is um sorry cooked is not the right way but um how beer is made mm-hmm. you know like you know you can have different hops you could add yeah. Excuse me. Um, fruits yeah, or whatnot. Right. But yeah, like you know, like I've tried. Like okay, you don't really drink that much soda, right? But have you tried, let's say, um, Pepsi Lime or Vanilla Coke or you know what I mean? Those um special flavors of those. I actually did. Okay. Um, in my work before, we have this vending machine. Okay. And then they and most of the sodas there and other juices and other junk food. They're all discounted. So they have one there, uh, vanilla Coke. Yeah. And then another one is the Coke with coffee. Oh, yeah, there, that one. So I tried that because I, I like drinking coffee. Um, I didn't really get much into it because it just tastes Coke. 
with a small hint of coffee. And that's the same with um, the vanilla one. It's, it, well, for me, it still tastes like Coke. It's just, there's a little flavor. Yeah. So it's not much of a significant difference as compared to to original Coke or let alone Coke Zero. Yeah. But I do try. Like, there are times that I actually drink, but I don't really get to finish one can or a bottle. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I just drink for the sake of, like, for example, you're eating uh, junk food, like, not junk food like pizza or burger because they go, they go well with soft drinks. Yeah, yeah. But then after a few gulps, I I just stop. Like, do you have one of those friends? Because I have those kinds of friends. Within, <laughs> um. Okay, like how do I describe this? Like you know how Coke is advertised here in the Philippines. Like every December, it's always like you know a family dinner. Yeah, yeah. Rice and um pork and whatnot. Like, do you have those friends who say, like, eating white rice with meat is always perfect with Coke? Like, I cannot fathom white, how that... White rice with meat and Coke? No, I don't really have friends who does that. But more of the friends who drink Coke with um, fast food. Oh, yeah, which kind of... I mean, that's how it's kind of... Supposed to be, that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But drinking Coke with, like, normal meals? Yeah. Not really and i wouldn't do that either <laughs> yeah because like, uh, yeah um, but the, the way it's advertised here it's like it completes the entire course of the meal exactly. especially for christmas right yeah which anyway so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah and the thing is you know going back to like the coke and all of that i just really don't um like okay like i know you don't really play basketball no but <laughs> one thing i noticed was in basketball, when you play with like your friends and whatnot after the game, like of course not a professional game, I mean, like mm-hmm. a pickup game in the park, okay, and all of that. Uh, they always drink soft drinks after. I'm like, aren't you guys thirsty? I mean, yeah, wouldn't you want actual water? Yeah, yeah. I mean, soft drinks they don't really quench your thirst if you're yeah. that tired. You, yeah, you to... yeah. Actually, what I think soft drinks does it's the sugar content, so it kind of like boosts your energy more but the thing is if you're playing basketball right after another basketball game so you won't have enough energy to like function anymore so the sugar in the coke would make you feel somehow more tired because it will somehow activate um more of what energy is left in your body well i'm not an expert in these things but that's just what i think because that's what sugar does right it makes you more hyper and all that yeah. Wait, so you mentioned that, you know, you don't really drink, um, you know, pops or sodas or soft drinks. Uh, but do you eat, let's say, a lot of chocolate or candies? I mean, not really a lot to the point. Not a, yeah, I do. do you just eat, let's just say, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I, I don't have problem with sweets. I think a lot of people wouldn't have problem eating sweets or candies. But comparing chocolate to candies, I prefer chocolates more. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something about <laughs> You're going to be a bit surprised. So, <clears throat> because of, you know, basketball and all of these things, I try to have a very clean diet in the sense yeah. that I try to avoid any unnecessary sugar. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you eat veggies, um, veggies have like a small amount of sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, compared to fruits. Fruits has a lot of sugar yeah, yeah. because it's but, natural sugar, mm-hmm. right? But uh, veggies, they have like a small amount. So, there's a time, I think it was... 
2021, when I stopped drinking, like I said, I'm not going to have any um, sodas at all, even if I crave. Like, mm-hmm. And I also avoided like chocolate and desserts and all of that. Oh, like, okay. Avoid sugar, right? Then uh, this is probably like a month or two ago. I decided, okay, let's see how my body will react, right? So mm-hmm. I bought a, a small can because there's like that really tiny can, right, of, um, of um, Coke or whatever brand that was. I took it, and you know, I felt sick the whole day oh, because my body was uh-huh. not used to the sugar. Uh-huh. I think that's a good problem to have, I think. <laughs> no, but that one, I was like, shocks, I feel like I'm dying, so I was just in bed. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, will intestinal, right? It's like wow. your body got used to not having that amount of sugar. I think the same goes with rice. Like, okay, I'm going to tell a story. So there was okay. a time, I think the same as yours around 2021. So it was a pandemic. And then a lot of people wanted to do productive things during the pandemic because they're just inside their houses and all that. And then I decided to cut down on rice. So rice specifically has a lot of sugar. Yeah, but white rice. do yeah. eat it all the time, which yeah. is just really weird. So I told myself I wanted to cut down rice. Let's see if I'll lose weight because I'm not the type of person who likes to work out during those times. Yeah, so yeah. I did that. So I really avoided rice. So if I have that urge, same as you, to just eat rice, especially if the ulam is really good, I just eat a few. Like I make sure that I eat one cup a day but that's just for cases wherein i just can't really resist eating rice but yeah most days i just didn't have any so i replace it with veggies or if not i just eat meals without rice and then the same as you so i tried eating rice let's say for after three months of not actually eating the regular amount of rice i used to eat so after a few months i ate that normal amount in one meal and the same i felt so dizzy and then I feel like I feel so uncomfortable the whole time. It's like it's not just the feeling of being full yeah. from food, but the feeling of you just want to lie down and just not eat what you've eaten. Yeah, so I think that's what sugar does, probably. But yeah. Actually, you know, um, me, I tried to have rice maybe like two to three times in a week. So same mm-hmm. with me, like not an everyday thing, but you know, there's just some Filipino dishes where you really need rice. Yeah. Like, can you imagine eating adobo without, without rice? rice? Yeah, because Filipino po- foods, most of them are masarsa. They have sauces and yeah. soups, so it's really hard to just eat it as is. So I don't know, but there are other countries wherein they have, you know, beef stew, but yeah. they don't necessarily eat rice with them. Probably potatoes, but still not rice. But yeah, I think it's more of a culture thing where we gotten used to eating like adobo with rice because it's the best thing, eating sinigang with rice. So yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to let go because it's been a a habit and a part of our culture for the longest time. And plus, like what you said, the savoriness of the dish. Yeah. Can you not tell me that this is like the perfect situation? That's it. (laughs) You come home from work. Then You're your really mom tired. decides to cook you adobo, right? Then the adobo's hot. You know what yeah. I mean? Then there's yeah. like hot white rice. Then when you give yourself the serving, you get the oil and you put it all. Yeah, the oil. Right? Lots of garlic. Oh. Or you're not a garlic person. No, no, I, I love garlic. I love garlic. Yeah, but <laughs> it makes everything so much better. 
It does actually. Uh-huh. But you know, I was surprised. So, uh, do you know the guy, Uncle Roger? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you see his the um, Asian? Yeah, yeah. Nigel criticizes the like, cooking. The cooking of other cooking people. <laughs> yeah. So he has this episode about adobo. Um. So there's this guy. Oh yeah, I think see, I remember. Let's go. I think I remember. Yeah, the the guy in the suit. Then he was like, "Oh, um, put habanero." Then he's like, "Why would yeah. you put habanero?" Don't yeah. get me wrong. I like my adobo spicy, but maybe yeah. it's a chili that's actually grown uh, in the Philippines. Because right. it's a Filipino dish, right? So you, the ingredients are supposed to be from the country where it's from. So adding habanero would make it taste different. So it's more yeah. of like a fusion of a different cuisine altogether. Yeah, or at least ingredients from the same region, right? Let's yeah, say. yeah. Um, because he also put parsley on top. That, that's what oh, I okay, found that's really weird. weird. Like, yeah. I, I'm okay with spring onion on top. Uh, I mean, if you really have to garnish. I mean, garnish so, it. But then, but spring on, would spring onion do anything, though? I mean, thinking about it, like... Well, most, I mean, for a dish like adobo, uh, I mm-hmm. mean, for other dishes... Aesthetically, yes. <laughs> okay, so it's more of aesthetics, but then... Yeah, but in terms of taste, I'm not... I don't think so. Yeah. No, but that, that one was just really... I mean, I like spicy adobo, but... Mm-hmm. And... Did but you, you wouldn't like, call it adobo anymore because you added something else. Yeah. No, and plus, he only had like one star anise. Like, he added just one. Uh-huh. So, like, how could you taste that, right? Yeah. That would be weird. So, if you just put one star anise, that would just affect the color of the dish. But no, th- no mm-hmm. not the but taste. But in of terms both. of taste, no. Yeah, Maybe because... Maybe he wants to highlight the di- a different ingredient of that dish. <laughs> Maybe, but you know, it was just really like I understood why Uncle Roger's a bit um upset about. Yeah, that. he is. I think he gets upset whenever someone wrecks a perfectly created recipe. Like when yeah. someone alters it to make it like you know different or more. In in a bad way. Yeah, yeah in a bad way. Like there's this girl. Um, so he had this episode where he was um watching this video where there are like three different people cooking biryani oh okay and um so there's this aunt uh, auntie an indian auntie who kind of did okay um then there was this young guy who just i didn't even know what he was doing and there was this chef right um like a professional chef but instead of using rice she was using like some sort of like a queen like a quinoa 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 quinoa, yeah. yeah like but not quinoa though like something else but very similar and biryani is just rice yeah long long grain rice right it's just so at times i kind of understand why he would get upset because it's more about i wish they said oh we're gonna make a fusion Mm -hmm. yeah they mean so like you aj you know how to cook right i guess but i think i would say i eat better than I cook. <laughs> okay. No, but like, okay. Like if I ask you to cook something, like what could you cook? Um, Probably a pasta dish. Okay. No, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Boiling pasta and stuff. That, that takes. Yeah. Because skill. for me, it's, it's, um, it, it somehow takes off the work when you just boil the pasta. Okay. I'm just going to focus on the sauce now <laughs> because I already yeah. have to boil the pasta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So more of pasta dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, what pasta can you cook? Because, like, carbonara is very difficult, right? Yeah, the actual carbonara is difficult. But yeah. I think 
So speaking of carbonara, I think the carbonara version I would know is the Filipino version wherein you put cream and milk because the actual carbonara doesn't have it. Am yeah, it's I just egg. Right? It's just egg and butter. Yeah, yeah. And then there's no cheese or any other dairy, but somehow here in the Philippines, they alter it to that. I think that's the version I would know. And then they add mushrooms and cheese and then... I think that's pretty much it. There's no egg. <laughs> yeah, so like, okay, so I want to ask you something. Do you like Jollibee spaghetti? Um, Growing up, yes. It's like my childhood. It's a part of my childhood, Jollibee. But when if I have to compare that specific dish to other pasta dishes, no, I wouldn't prefer it i'd probably go for a uh, jolly spaghetti for the sake of childhood. um childhood nostalgic experience or i don't have money <laughs> or i'm just craving for pasta and i want to save a lot so I'd no, but go like, for it. yet i noticed like i always found it weird uh because growing up when i would have let's say spaghetti at home we would never have hot dogs in it okay so what do you put uh so like ground meat uh uh-huh. Of course, tomatoes because of it being tomato sauce. But that's it. Of course, some cheese. It's just, I think it's only in the Philippines so that we add hot dogs in it. Yeah. And our spaghetti is really sweet. Which I don't get, though. It was yeah. so good. Because what makes up, it I, sweet, though? Sugar. They actually add sugar? Like brown yeah. sugar? Oh. No, no. I think, I, I don't know. But I might something <laughs> McDonald's and... um. Jolly just use normal white sugar. But to be fair to McDonald's, their spaghetti is not... It's not that sweet, right? Or if it is, it's very minimal. Yeah, as compared to Jolly Bee. So here's the funny thing. I have this friend. um, Growing up, you know, they would have Jolly Spaghetti, Coke, and whatnot. And as a kid one time... Because he was in his his grandma's house, right? Um, So the the grandma got the food from takeout or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And she's preparing it. Because you know how grandparents, instead of just giving it to you in the paper, whatever, or Mm -hmm. they like put it in a plate, transferring Mm -hmm. more glass and whatnot. He was telling me that as a kid, he caught his grandma adding like one or two spoons of sugar into his Coke. Wait, wait, not yet done. And adding a bit more sugar in the spaghetti. Okay, I have a lot of questions. (laughs) But why? Why 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 did you do that? I guess for her, since they're kids, they like stuff. Ah, uh, okay. It's and more of a preference like, thing. Yeah, but wow, you know what I mean? Coke is already like 100 percent sugar. Then the spaghetti already has sugar. Then she added more sugar. Okay, maybe it's a problem for me because she gave it to kids. So they'd be really hyper after eating that. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, I guess, you know, one grandparents in like the 90s, not much yeah. information was really known, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember the times we're in? I, I don't know. Like, AJ, what year were you born again? 95? 6? 94. 94, okay. Um, but do you remember the time we're in? <clears throat> um, wait, you've been to Baguio, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you noticed this. Um, but before, let's say, for example, we have a film show in Manila, right? Let's say it was shown um, June, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then, when, let's say, in June, you watch the movie, then you go to Baguio. That same film will open in Baguio, like, October, November. Do you remember that? that, that, that really? Being... I didn't... Okay, I, yeah. I went to Baguio, but I haven't tried watching movies there. And I haven't really compared um, the, the showing dates of movies from Manila to Baguio. So why is that, like though? A... 
So because like as a kid, uh, I mean, I only watched the film in Baguio. I think this was like 2018 probably or 17 when I was with my ex that you know. Um, oh no, what year was Aladdin? Aladdin? Yeah. Okay. I think we watched no not Aladdin not not the not, not the cartoon I mean the yeah yeah the the, the live action yeah wait let, let me check um live action Aladdin I'm trying to remember if I watched Aladdin in Baguio or not oh shucks yeah it was Aladdin sorry so the okay, first time okay. I watched the film in Baguio was with the, that that ex early in 2019 before we broke up uh for some reason we watched Aladdin there I don't know why I mean we were there for vacation right. Uh-huh. But for some reason, she wanted to watch Aladdin there. I'm like, we could just watch it in Manila, right? Yeah, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, no, because the reason why I, I mentioned that is because as a kid, uh, we never really watched movies in Baguio because we were there for vacation. We would go mm-hmm. to Hyde yeah, yeah. Park, Burnham yeah, Park. because it's something you can do here. Correct, see? yeah. But the thing is, there's this um, Japanese film, a horror film, not The Grudge or anything. Um, it, you, you know, do you remember the time when Japanese horror films were just coming out and a lot of them were just crap? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not the ring, not the girl. Yeah, yeah. You know those those forgotten ones. Okay, so there's this one poster I'll never forget because it was of a poster of like a like a doll. Okay. Okay, Japanese horror film, doll looking whatever that was supposed to be, and that's why I remember in Manila I saw that poster right, and I was like, oh shit, I hope this one's scary, right? I never watched it, but I was like, I I guess this is scary or whatever. Then it opened around June. Then when we went to Baguio that month as well, like later on that month, I saw the same poster in SM Baguio and it said opening in October. Oh, okay. Is it still like that now? No, no, no. So now whenever it opens in Manila, it also opens in Baguio. Baguio. So sorry, the reason why I mentioned that is because remember back in the day when um, information and all of that took Mm -hmm. a while? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because of, I mean, you you have e-commerce background like me. Now everything's very connected, mm-hmm. right? Like you could buy a power bank from, let's say, Lazada or Shopee, and it'll be delivered to you in your house in bag in like five days, if not yeah. less. Less, yeah. But it, back in the day, that would probably it take, take months. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like, That's you know, so back true. in the day, what I'm trying to say is, it, since information wasn't really given, yeah. um, parents and even grandparents were just like, oh, I guess putting a bit of sugar won't be too bad because they'll just run oh, around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they mean, yeah, so. yeah, everything is just so accessible now, convenient. Like, whatever you need or want, you can just have it in a split second. Yeah, like, do you, did you know that um, you could pre-order your drinks in Starbucks now in the app? Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know which app this is because... Um, Not the Starbucks rewards app. I don't know if it's the... Re- no, I don't think it's the rewards one. I think it's a separate one. Or I could be wrong because, one, I don't really drink much coffee anymore. Mm-hmm. Because remember when we, we when we used to work together, we'd always have that black Baraco coffee where Lara would probably have like 20 cups in a day or something. But yeah. you and I, we would just have like one mug full and I think we were good. We were yeah. good, yeah. Because I palpitate easily. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had like one in the morning because I would go to the office, remember, like 7 a.m. Yeah, really early. Yeah, I was always, I was the earliest and, and Shanna <laughs> would always say, you're the only person I know who works in an agency who goes to work early. Yeah, so you can log out after, like, That's earlier. That's true, right? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what was I saying? So, yeah, with Starbucks, uh, nowadays, you can pre-order your drink. And if I'm not mistaken, from what I understood from what my friend told me, you can even put the time you plan to pick it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. But 
can I mention ano? <laughs> can I mention names of um companies? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I yeah. just did, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think it's the same with uh Food Panda, wherein you can like um order ahead. Okay, so I think I know that pre-order exists, but not for Starbucks specifically, but because in Food Panda, like whenever you have family gatherings here at home, like back in the day, usually we would have to prepare a lot. Like we have to do grocery, we have to buy all these stuff, and then you have to cook them all. But now we just prefer to order out and yeah. have them eaten here. So as someone who is anxious about you know, ordering outside and having to make sure that everything is complete on the actual event day. I usually order the night before because I have a fear that they might run out of ingredients, especially if an event is on a weekend or on a Sunday. So people would usually be outside. Order a lot, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I have done that, but not for Starbucks specifically. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's ingenious because like what you mentioned with Food Panda, if I'm not mistaken, they're the first ones to do it, then Grab followed after. Oh, yeah. Because until now... Yeah, you can set um, the time. Yeah, because until now, some um, restaurants in Grab don't accept pre-orders. Yeah, they actually have like an uh, a certain time wherein you can order. Yeah. And there are also Even some restaurants panda. that only accept pre-order. I encountered oh. some shops there. Like oh, they're only a, food panda? I think it's in Food Panda. There's a specific uh, restaurant there that they don't accept. Like uh, quick orders. Quick orders. Like okay. you have to order the day before. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Because, yeah, you know, like thinking about how amazing. Okay, like, sorry. The reason why I mentioned Starbucks here <laughs> is because finally um, we're kind of getting closer to how they do things in China. Because like for example in China you have Alibaba, right? The the, the big mm-hmm. the big mm-hmm. the biggest um e-commerce marketplace in all of Asia, right? I think it's second in the world to Amazon, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Uh in China, you can order your Starbucks drink and it'll be on your desk in 10 minutes. Regardless of where it's coming from. Like what if there's no nearby Starbucks branch? I think it's because there's just so many Starbuckses in China that China? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, of course, like if you're in a far-flung province, maybe there's Starbucks. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, if, if you're, you're in the Shanghai city. or wherever. I'm sorry, Shanghai is the only. For some reason, I don't know why Shanghai is the only. I mean, because Hong Kong is technically China, yes, but but, but it's, it's a not separate the, island. Yeah, Macau yeah. is China as well, but a, se- a separate, separate island as well. Yeah. What's another? Se- Shucks, I'm trying to think. Shanghai. Um. Gosh. Should I do a quick Google? Yeah, could you like Google like China cities? So, gosh, I don't know why Shanghai is the own. Okay, Uh now I Beijing. Beijing, okay, but yeah, the Olympics, yes, okay. No, because um, with Shanghai, the reason I remember that is I was in Denonda yesterday Mm -hmm. and I tried the. Because you know that there are these like vloggers, right, who do like these Chinatown food trips. Have Mm -hmm. Have you tried that? Yeah, I already went to Binondo, but just once ever. And I, I think that's like five years ago. What? Yeah. Because? Five or four years ago. I just went with friends. Maybe I should plan that soon. You so we went be. there because that's the time when, you know, Din Taifung, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So their Shaolong Bows were a hit and then everyone was going crazy for them and me and my friends were, were like, oh, we should just go to Binondo and get 
cheaper Shaolong baos that would taste probably the, the same. same as Din Tai Fung. So we went there to try Shaolong baos and other other foods. So anyway, so you went to Binondo. Yeah, no, but wait up. Okay, sorry. Okay. I have to pause you there because like four or five <laughs> years ago? Yeah. Oh, man. You, you should go back to... Okay, but do you remember what restaurants you ate in? Oh, my God, AJ. Please let me remember. No, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remembered eating Shaolong Bao, Shomai, and other... Dim sums. Dim sums. And then... I had Lomi, but on a different restaurant. But I went to several yeah, yeah, of course. places to eat. And then we bought uh, Eng Beaten. Of course. Eng Beaten is like, <laughs> and it's like then a classic. I can't uh, really remember. And then we went to the mall. Lucky Chinatown or 168? Yeah. yeah, I think it's Lucky Chinatown. Then that's it. Can't remember anything else. Okay. No, because like I went to um I went to Chinatown yesterday. And where was I going with this? Oh, shucks. Okay, so anyway, I went to Chinatown yesterday. And uh, because of the vlogs, right? And uh, I tried um, Waiying. It's a very famous restaurant in Binondo, apparently. And, you know, the food was cheap. And it was really good. But the lines are always so long. Long. Super long lines. So... Uh, I was so I was there for maybe around two and a half hours total, like my Binondo trip. Okay. But out of that two and a half hours, um, I'm guessing maybe around 30 minutes to at most 45 minutes were spent eating. Everything okay. else was walking and lining up. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, so you were just in queue the entire time. Yeah, oh, now I, now I remember why I mentioned it. So because remember mm-hmm. I said uh, the only city I remembered was Shanghai. Mm-hmm. So, because there's this really good fried shaw pao place there called Shanghai Fried Shaw Pao. So, that's why I oh, remember Shanghai. Oh, so, okay. That's why. But AJ, like, okay. So, all the, but would you consider yourself like a foodie though? Like, do you like eating food? I like eating good food, but I don't think I'm credible to give, you know, professional reviews okay. of food. <laughs> but I could give what I think about a certain dish. Um, no, but like, okay, would you call it, would you say you're adventurous when it comes to food? Yes. So how are you not considered a foodie then if you're not, if you're adventurous? I, I think adventurous in a sense that like, okay, like if there's a certain dish that I haven't tried ever and then someone would tell me to try it, I probably would, but not okay. adventurous in a sense that I would go to a certain place to just eat this certain dish okay so i want to ask so okay so you're somewhat adventurous you know <laughs> like that but in terms of like eating different because of course we're, we're both um we're non-vegans here Buying <laughs> myself some water uh would you eat other animals aside from the normal ones you know, like chicken as long or... as it's legal I yeah would. of course of course <laughs> yeah yeah like, would you eat, um, okay, like, would you eat, of course, cooked, okay, not alive, not raw, but cooked, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. But would you be game to eat an insect? I think I would be game, yeah. Like, what insect would you eat? Um, probably not just cockroaches, because I've Of seen course, a- yeah, that's completely <laughs> and utterly disgusting, yeah. So probably other winged insects would be fine, because I've seen, like, this certain indigenous people eating 
um, small winged insects, like for snacks. They just yeah. cook it in a big pot yeah. by the fire. So I think that's something I would try. I would try, but I, I, I can't say if I'll be eating it or looking for it in the next days after. Oh, but I'm glad to hear that you're adventurous in that sense because I, when I was in Cambodia back in 2018, uh, because Cambodia, have you been, sorry, have you been to Cambodia? No. Oh, but I think you should though. It's a very beautiful country, uh, beautiful culture, beautiful people, beautiful country. But um, so I'll give you some history if that's okay. I'm not sure if you're, sure. If you're very aware of it. But Cambodia for the longest time was a very, very poor country because they were under like this dictatorship. And the name of the dictator is Pol Pot, and he killed nearly 50% of the population. Oh gosh, that's horrible. I mean, they're like a small, co- I mean, they're not really a small country, but their population, I think, never even reached like 5 million. Okay, so I think at that time, they were maybe like 6 to 7 million. They don't have much citizens there. Yeah, yeah, not much citizens. I think at that time, they were maybe around 5 million. I say they were like 5 million at that time. Mm-hmm. He killed like 2 million people. Why? Why though? So, um, so Cambodia at that time, uh, so Cambodia and Thailand are very similar in the sense that they have like royalty. You know how mm-hmm. in Thailand they have like a king and all of that, right? Cambodia, the same thing. That's why the king of Cambodia is known as the poorest royal in the world. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I heard of that somewhere. Yeah. So what happened was um, they were being attacked by Vietnam. They were being attacked by the Americans, all that. Long story short, Pol Pot comes in, promises change and all of that things. Why is this so familiar? <laughs> I know, anyway. right? It's like, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this meme and I don't like it type thing. <laughs> um, no, so the thing is, he comes in, swoops in, says, you know, I'm going to bring change and all of that. Okay. And he wanted to turn the country into like an agrarian state in the sense that there, there are no businesses, there's no, there is a government, but there are no like businesses. That's like no telcos, no whatever. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is just, everyone are farmers and they're just mm-hmm. farming and farming and farming. This and whole land. Okay. That's it. That's it. No economy, nothing, just farmers. Okay. Now the idea, I guess, somewhat makes sense if you're just looking at it like as a theory. Yeah. Because, you know, if everyone yeah, is a farmer. thinking about it, right? Yeah, because like if everyone is a farmer, that means we all make food. And when we yeah. all make food, we feed each other food, and whatever we make, we share, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no rich, there's no poor, but we're all okay in theory, right? But then in theory, right? the thing is, that's not how life works, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened was um, because of like power struggles and whatnot, and they're only eating rice, okay? No other veggies, no meat, just Wait, rice. Wait, so that's the only thing they plant, just rice? Yeah, just rice. But why can't they plant other things? I, I actually, you know, I wish I, w- I could have a time to <laughs> figure things out, right? But no, that's it. They're only Okay, they're so only they're just rice. planting rice. And of course, people are starving to death, right? Because yeah, you can't just eat got enough. And rice. they all ate just rice. Yeah. So what happened was for people to survive, because there are not that many cows left, there are not that many pigs uh-uh. left, chickens, whatever, not, not, not that many left. Because the ones that were left were used to like, you know, pull the, you know, to, to help till, till the soil. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, they weren't used for food. So anyway, um, the Cambodians had to eat alternative meat, which is like insects. Oh, okay. So when I went there, um, one of the things that they would eat a lot are tarantulas, because there are a lot of tarantulas oh. in Cambodia. So okay, I so had, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I assume there aren't, the, those tarantulas aren't poisonous anymore because they've been cooked. <laughs> 
So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to try it, right? Because I'm like, I'm really gonna go to Cambodia. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> Might as well eat my fear, right? Yeah. So I researched. I found like this five-star <laughs> restaurant because you know, for me, if you're gonna eat something dangerous. Might as well pay the extra. Yeah, yeah. You know, pay the extra amount yeah. just to be sure that you don't die, right? Yeah, you can't be offered tarantulas every day, so you exactly. just might as well have to eat one. Yeah. So no, I had three, by the way. Like they gave me oh, three okay. giant pieces. Wow. Like, you see my hand, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they're a bit this around this big, including the legs. So and then three of those. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. What happens? So, so apparently it was a five-star restaurant. I ate it. It was pretty good. Um, I'm not really sure if I wanted to tell you what it tastes like because I think <laughs> you would eat whatever it tastes like again because it's something very common. Oh, okay. But uh apparently they had there's a special way to cut out the poison sack. Oh. So it's kind of like puffer fish. Yeah, okay. So they prepare it without then they deep fry it. Yeah, oh okay. But yeah, so I spent a lot of money. That was like two hundred dollars, I think. Oh. So I had two beers. Yeah, but seems to be but, worth it. Yeah, I get to eat one. Experience. Three. But wait, so you mentioned that you'd eat insects. Have you ever eaten an insect? I haven't eaten an insect, but I ate a cook yeah, that's like frog the wildest thing before. you've eaten. Ah, uh, frog. Okay, like frog legs, or like the yeah. whole frog. Uh, the full frog. It's been cooked like fried chicken, so it doesn't mm. look like a frog when it comes in your plate. <laughs> Wait, huh? How does it not look like a frog if it comes to your plate? Like, you cook it, right? So yeah. they cook it. They cook it in a way like how you would cook fried chicken. So you have this breading. So when it's so on your plate, like, did they like cut out the meat and just mean into like a nugget? No, it, it it's it. <laughs> Um, it looks like a frog. Like the shape is a frog, like like that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like that, like yeah. yeah, like that. But the skin is like a chicken, like a frog. ah, because it's gone already. You mean the yeah. skin? Okay, okay, yeah. So you wouldn't you you would think twice. Like, is this? It looks like a chicken, but the shape doesn't look like like a chicken, like a drumstick or a chicken breast. Yeah. So did I eat it without knowing? I think. Yeah, I, I think I ate it without knowing, but, you know, uh, that was my Lola's cooking. And then she just told me after what I what I ate. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I can't do anything about it, already eaten it. But in real life, I'm afraid of frogs, like the live frogs. But yeah, I can't remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, same as you, I ate my fear, but somehow I'm by still accident. afraid. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> but wait, okay, I'm curious though. Like, why are you afraid of frogs again in China? I remember you told me the answer, but you know, we haven't spoken how many years, right? So. Okay, so whenever I see a frog, yeah. like a normal, mad, like a normal looking one, doesn't yeah. matter how far or near it is, I have this fear that when we make eye contact, it would attack me, and then you know. The legs, right? They have these, like web web feet. Web feet, and they have this, like a s- suckers on their feet. Like when they stick on my skin, they wouldn't let go. So that's what's that's my fear. I don't know what kind of fantasy is that, but that's like my fear. Like whenever I see one, that scenario plays in my head. <laughs> like they would just stick, and they would just not let go. 
I think you've played too much Mario, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, and like, I think it's skin as well. It's either slimy, shiny, or it's rough with the warts. So. I, I just find it so funny that you, you're, you have this irrational fear that if you make eye contact with yeah, them, the eye contact is the vital it's the part. eye contact that gets yeah, me. Yeah. No, but okay, like did you? Okay, like okay. Let, let's try to um, let's try to um break this down. So you have this fear, right? We're in. If you make eye contact with a frog, it will attack you. Were you ever attacked by a frog as a kid? Like, do you remember anything? Like, was a frog, like, did the frog fall on your head or? No, I think it's more of a visual thing. Like, for some reason, I think I exaggerated on how they look. (laughs) And probably because they can jump really high. Actually, they don't really jump really high. They don't jump high, no, no. They they lounge pretty far. They lounge pretty far. But I just have this... Um, feeling that they could do that because they have long legs. Wait, so you're not afraid of spiders, but you're afraid of frogs, right? Or you're also afraid of spiders? Not on the same level, no. Okay, so there's like a slight fear, but not frog level. Yeah, yeah, not frog level. Like, the, like that's the ultimate. I can't think of anything more fearful. But you know, frog though, it really does taste like chicken. Like legitimately, right? Yeah, yeah. But have you ever... Okay, like would you eat a rabbit? I would, and I, I don't know. I've seen a few uh, pages on Facebook. This yeah. is legal. Yeah, they yeah, actually have a farm for rabbits, and they sell their meat. Yeah, actually, and I buy from a store in Facebook. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've heard they taste good. Yeah, I would try eating one. Yeah, it basically tastes like a very clean chicken. Mm-hmm. Because you know how chicken at times, it's not really that chicken is dirty. But you know how at times, depending on how you fry it, it may be a bit way too savory, if that makes sense. Yeah, if you like cook it for a longer period of time. Yeah, if you add, let's, let's say, if you it's deep It's kind of rubbery. Oil, yeah. So, I mean, same with rabbit. If you overcook it, it does become rubbery. It's just more of like the taste itself. It's not as heavy as chicken. And the thing, chicken's not that heavy, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of taste, but rabbit is way lighter. So think of like chicken light. That that's what rabbit. Chicken light. Okay, I'll take note of. Yeah, I've seen those pages, and then of course they usually have this post. So they take pictures of the rabbit farm, and then they take pictures of the meat that's already been caught, and then yeah. they have these bite-sized info about rabbit meat. Like yeah. of course, for some people they would not be comfortable eating rabbit because some rabbits are pets, yeah. and then some people would be. You know, not in favor of people eating rabbits. Like, they can't normalize that it could be a possibility that you can eat rabbit. And then there are some information there about rabbits have been eaten for the longest time. It's just that at these times, people would just prefer pork, chicken. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. but there was a time that rabbits have been eaten. I'm just, I just can't remember which country was that and what era was that. But, Probably the U.S. Yeah, like for some people, it's normal to eat rabbit. Actually, I find rabbit normal, but then I kind of get those who can't eat it because I have friends who did have rabbits as pets. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get why they can. Yeah. It's like you need. Like love I think it. that's yeah. the sole reason. Like, why would you eat uh, an animal that could be your pet? So. But it's yeah. kind of not like dogs or cats, though. We're in dogs and cats, like. I don't know. Like I could never eat a dog or a cat. Same. I can never. But there are parts here in the Philippines that they do that. But they say, huh? Like when you eat a dog, 
it changes the way you smell for the rest. Yes, of the yes, they would. Which know. means dogs would know if you ate a dog. Ever. Yeah, which kind of means that for me, uh, that means you shouldn't be eating an animal if it changes the way you smell. Wait, sorry. How how does your change smell like? In general, or no, in general, like you know how, for example, okay, like for example, if you eat lamb or mutton, okay, of course, yeah, if, you don't, yeah. if you don't eat it, let's say, okay, let's say if you have it, let's say once a week or whatever, it won't change the way you smell because you're only eating it once a week. But if you eat mutton every day, it changes okay. how you smell because it's too much. But oh. with dogs, even if you eat it just once, it changes your smell automatically. Okay, what I've heard is that if you ate a dog, yeah, and then you pass by another dog that's alive, they would know. They'll just be mad. Yeah. Like they still keep barking at you for no specific reason. But some people would say, it's because you ate a dog. That's why it hates you. No, I think it really does change your smell. And like what you said, right? The dogs know that you ate a dog. Mm-hmm. It's of the smell. Okay. But what about cat? Is it the same? I wouldn't know. Uh, because <laughs> but then cats, I don't know, like based on my experience, cats don't really... Purr at me, so I wouldn't yeah. know if, let's say, they would purr at you. It, but I couldn't, ne- like, I don't know, like, I could never, I can't imagine eating a cat and a dog. And a yeah, pig. I think like, that's those just are the three animals I could never. Yeah. Eat. Okay, yeah. Cat, dog, are... turtle. Oh no! Yeah, I don't want to eat that. Because like they're endangered already. Right? Yeah, they're endangered, and oh no! I think I've seen a TikTok video. Somewhere. Oh, the yeah. Like I've seen them like polishing the shell. Yeah. And then eventually they rip it off. Oh, it's so so graphic. And it's just sad. Like, okay, I would yeah. eat, I would eat a monitor lizard, the bayawak. I would eat that. Mm-hmm. Because again, they're not mm-hmm. endangered. Like, okay, like aside from like, it being legal, like what you mentioned, mm-hmm. I would only eat non-endangered species. Yeah, I think. Those are the rules of eating or trying out an animal as food. Like it's either they're not endangered or they're legal. They're legal. But you yeah. know, um, have you heard of this show called the Best Ever Food Review Show? I think that's the title. Donut Sunny, the guy with the with the bandana that's color red, white guy. I haven't, but I am searching now. Okay, so I think you should okay, give him so... a try. Um, he's doing what I've always wanted to do with my life, where and you travel around the world, <laughs> and you just try different kinds of food. Ooh. So he's been to the Philippines. He's had like alligator, lechon, and all of that. Alligator. He tried alligator here in I the Philippines. Did one thing, but I haven't tried. Where did he go to eat Dava. one? Because it's really a delicacy in Dava. Remember in Duterte one, um, mm-hmm. it's um. Sorry, not banquet. It is. is not the it's right. a delicacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not. Didn't sorry, know that. Banquet is not the right term. But when Duterte won, of course, the president has like a party because he won and whatnot, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. First day in office, he had like three or four alligator lechons instead of the normal lechon. Because again, he's from Davao, right? Okay, wait. I'm I'm processing like alligator lechon. So they cook it. Like, how would you cook a lechon? A lechon like on a stick. Yeah. Then you just. Of course, they remove the skin because the skin. No, okay. is, yeah. no, because the the, okay. the skin and the, the torso of the alligator is really tough, but the skin and like the the hands and the arms mm-hmm. of the alligator is soft, so that's edible. But everything else, like in the yeah. head and then well, yeah. in the head, they don't remove the skin because 
that's actually all bone. So you don't really have much meat to eat there. But like in the torso and the, the tail, they remove all of the, the, the skin. Okay. So anyway, um, so Sunny, uh, he travels around the world, tries different exotic food and whatnot. And he was in Mexico mm -hmm. and he was able to try lion. Oh my gosh. Well, I've seen here he tried a camel heart. Yeah, I'm okay eating hearts. Um, I've always wanted to try camel though. But, uh, but anyway, so because we're talking about legality of food, right? <laughs> yeah. um, technically speaking, lion is technically legal in Mexico, but not anywhere else in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. I think it depends on where you'll be eating. Like, yeah. Legal in the country. But mm -hmm. I don't think I would ever eat lion because I think they're endangered, right? Yeah. I think. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But so according to the guy, that's why I kind of question if we should even be eating lion. Mm -hmm. Because um, according to the Mexican guy who was talking to Sonny about it, m people should only eat 100 grams of lion. And that's like once every few like months at most. Because okay. if you eat too much, there's a lot of toxic um, stuff in the meat. Because okay. what do lions eat? Just meat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your meat. And, and they're just in the wild. Like, would you eat yeah. a domesticated lion, though? But I don't think so. No, but I think that's really something in the genes, though. Because, I, you know, I was thinking about... Oh, okay, okay, so I'm going to let you know how much time I had in my hands when I was younger. <laughs> um, so there's this one time. When we were working together, um, very slow day. Uh, you know, slow day. It was a slow day for me. And I was thinking to myself, because you know how you could eat lamb and beef rare? Yes. You know, a bit of pink, no problem. A lot mm -hmm. of pink, no problem. Yeah, right? a little blood. But when it comes to pork, Especially pork, it's yeah. dangerous, right? Yeah, even chicken. Yeah, but uh, but with pork, it's like oh, because they're dirty, right? Because they live mm -hmm. in the filth, they eat whatever, mm -hmm. and all of these things. So I thought to myself, what if, let's say, I get a, you know, a pig from, you know, let's say I get a, like two pigs or whatever, um, from a farm, then I make them have kids, then these kids. All I make them eat are like vegetables. I don't mm -hmm. make them live in their filth. They only eat like veggies, yeah, clean food okay. and all that. So my what I'm trying to get here is if let's say after a few generations, because of course those pigs will those kids will have their own kids and their own kids. So of course the the what I'm trying to say is I think the the blood or the genes become clean. Oh yeah. so I, I'm wondering like if that works, works. If that would work in pork. Or are they just naturally dirty in that sense okay yeah you have a good point though and a lot of time that time apparently <laughs> but i think it's the same when you know how people um make steak like they get these cows and then they live in stress-free environments yeah so i think it's sort of the same with your theory about pork being clean so like these cows have been living in an isolated place and they get to eat cleaner meals so that when they get cooked later on, they the meat would be tender. Yeah. So it's probably the same. But then mine is just more about the reason I'm doing that is because I want to know if I can make yeah. <laughs> into like rare pork, right? But uh, you know, going back to your cow thing, um, you know Antonio's, right? The, the restaurant in Tagaytay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's breakfast at Antonio's, which Antonio's. is like a normal place. Um, not that I mean still pretty pricey, but not very pricey, right? Like 
middle of the mm-hmm. road. Like, then it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, then there's Balay Dako, which is the Filipino one, which is also not very pricey, worth it. <laughs> then there's the, uh, the original, the Antonio Steakhouse. Uh, have you been to the Antonio Steakhouse? No, just the cafe one. Okay, so with the Antonio Steakhouse, um, of course, it's a steakhouse, expensive, right? Yes. But do you know that they have a specific meat there? Of course, beef, um, steak. We're in that cow is from Australia, and there's a special farm there that only feeds that particular cow gummies and Cadbury chocolate. Gummies? Like gummies, gummy, like bears? gummy bears, um, gummy worms, whatever. Like, yeah, gummies and chocolate, that's it. Okay, and then? Because it makes the meat super tender and slightly sweet naturally. But wouldn't that be bad for the cow? Well, I, I mean, okay, they're going to get cooked eventually. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, AJ, they're going to keep it as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that immediately. <laughs> okay, so they eat gummies and Cadbury and then... Chocolate, that's it. Then they kill the cow, turn it into steak, and the steak is the softest and slightly sweet steak, naturally. Oh, so I assume they kill the cows when they're um, Of course, at a certain young. age. Not, not that young, not that young. Not that young. Of course, when they're okay. Okay, so, like, so how long will they survive just eating gummy worms and chocolate? You know, I really want to figure that out. <laughs> Google that um, later and tell you. But then it, it, it does kind of make sense because you know how, for example, in in um in uh, Japan actually, um because of course you know wagyu, right? The, yes. The, the expensive, yeah. awesome meat, right? So there's like a. There's an even more expensive Wagyu. So A5 is the most expensive Wagyu, right? I mean, it's the one with the best marbling, the softest meat, whatever. But there's even one more expensive than regular A5 Wagyu. So there's this um, farm in Japan that does legitimate Wagyu, A5. But the the cows, all they eat are olives. Oh, I think that's more understandable than... <laughs> gummies and chocolate like in a sense that i wouldn't be as surprised so olive so what does olive have like they could eat vegetables but what what does what's that um, ingredient in an olive that they get so i don't know because like guess how much a slice is just give a random guess how much a slice of that is in you in u.s dollars uh five hundred dollars Okay, that's a good guess. It's around eight hundred. Oh, oh gosh, that's that's. So it's really expensive, but when you see the meat, like I'm gonna be honest, I mean, I only seen it on videos. I haven't seen it in person. I haven't smelled it or whatnot, but it does look softer than you. <laughs> okay. Like crazy soft. Yeah, if you get that feeling just by looking at it, what more if you have it like right in front of you? Exactly right, and the thing is, when they grill it, no oil. Oh. So maybe that's what the olive does. Oh, uh, does. Maybe it gives it like a its own oil. It's probably. Yeah, oil. yeah. It has its own. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's the funny thing about humans, no? Like, if we're gonna like, okay, I'm gonna sound like I've eaten a few mushrooms or whatever, but <laughs> but funny, no? Like, when we were when when we first became human beings, like you know, because whether you believe in Dar- Darwinism or creation theory or whatever, it doesn't really matter. But like the first cavemen, mm-hmm. they they cooked their food just to survive. Like, of course, there was no salt back then. Like, they didn't think of putting salt or pepper. You know, they just got meat, 
put it on a stick, got a fire, just cooked it, cooked it, cooked it, and eat bite, right? But nowadays, we find ways on how to really Make enjoy food. Yeah. our food in ridiculous ways. Like feeding a cow Cadbury's yeah. and gummies, or just yeah. olives. Yeah. Or there's this one really good lechon I had in Calatagan, Batangas, okay? So, you've had lechon before, right? Obviously, yes. you're Filipino and you're not Muslim. So, <laughs> um, but you know how at times some lechon places the fat is too much? Yeah. Which is understandable because the pigs are really fat, right? Fatty, yeah. Okay. So, there's this there's this one place in Calatagan, Batangas. Uh private private um guy, he doesn't have a restaurant. All he does is he's a lechonero. I think that's the proper term. Okay. Probably. Um what he does is he has his pigs and Normal pigs, huh? Nothing special about them. Just normal pigs. Mm-hmm. But the day or a few days before he's going to kill them, he only bathes them in milk. That's it. That's all they bathe in, just milk. And he massages them while bathing them in milk. Then after he kills them and he starts, you know, cooking them like the normal lechon, because of him massaging them and making them take a bath in milk, the fat melts into this melts into the meat oh i think it's because milk has acid components on it so probably it breaks down some of those fat when you cook it right but it's like eating peking duck the skin so this is like there's still fat there's still fat but it's like crunchy and it's not overpowering oh yeah i googled it so it's milk is used to tenderize the meat yeah. Yeah, that's, see, that makes sense. But right, how funny, right? From us just yeah, surviving. It's it like all the lengths you go through just to, eat to enjoy, yeah, later on. Yeah. Which is so funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. thinking about it, uh, like, okay, like when you want to make um, legitimate uh, bulalo, not the mm. Tagaytay ones, because those aren't legitimate, <laughs> from what I've been told. Yeah. Um, do you know how to make legitimate? I mean, like, do you know the process of yeah, making legitimate? I don't know if I've tried or know what the legit bulalo is. So I'm not, I'm not pretty confident. Okay, because I, I've never had it as well. But <laughs> from what I've been told, legitimate bulalo should be cooked for 14 hours. Oh, over fire, fire. and wood. That's the thing, fire and wood, not not the kitchen stove, not, not the Uncle cooker. Roger fire. No, no, wood <laughs> and, fire. and fire. Yeah. Because I was told that the fire gives it a smoky flavor. Oh, yeah. From the wood. Yeah, and for sure the meat would be so soft. After so it's only about the hours. meat, though, actually. Yeah. It's about the broth. Oh. oh, what comes out of the meat when yeah. you boil it for the for. Because the, in terms of what I heard, um, the bulalo and tagaytay, in terms of just the meat, okay, just the meat, the meat is ha- basically the same. It's mm-hmm. the broth that's the difference. So how do they make it different from each other? You what mean they the, put the, in the broth? So the broth is cooking with the bone, no meat yet, mm-hmm. with the bone, yeah, for yeah. like 14 hours. Because apparently, to make really oh, good broth. Okay. So the yeah yeah it okay so like, the fourteen hours is just boiling yeah the broth yeah for the broth with the bone with the bone oh okay so that's not the entire cooking process so but then of course maybe like in the last hour of the fourteen oh, yeah, hours, yeah, you yeah, add yeah. the meat or yeah, last two yeah. or three hours but 
most of it but is just bone and the broth. And, and of course, the veggies are way after, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, because, like, when you make broth, it's just the, it's bone with salt. But the bone, you have to, like, hit it with a knife mm-hmm. so that stuff comes out. Stout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you cook it for that long, probably the all the meat that's stuck on the bone will just slide off. Yeah, and probably the bone marrow as well is like super soft already, right? Yeah, it will be mixed in with the broth, and then you don't have to struggle in knocking the bone. To... <laughs> so I'm curious though, AJ. Like, what would be like the most savory dish you would eat? I mean, it, you can just eat it like once and that's it. Like for you, this is going to be the most savory thing I'm going to have ever in my life and I'm good. Oh my gosh, I, I can't choose one. But no, it could I mean, probably be of. Mean, it doesn't really have to be one. It's just that what's the most savory thing you'd try? Like even just once in your life. So you can have like 20 if you want, but you know. <laughs> probably a good steak, like what you mentioned. Earlier, the eight hundred dollar steak from Japan. Crazy, no? The olive one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, for but you can me, never go wrong with steak. True. For me, what I would want to try is like, and the one I want to try is so easy to make. So just crab fat pasta, right? Pasta with crab fat. But 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 I'm not yet done. So crab fat pasta, then on the side, um, some toast that has. French butter, just a little, just a little, with bone marrow on top, and a bit of caviar on the side on top of that. Yeah, that's that's really savory. I think I would like die, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> at least you die eating that dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you gave a lot of thought on that meal. <laughs> I did, I did, you know, because I've been wanting. Okay, like I've been wanting to make bone marrow because you know how in restaurants. They get the bone marrow, they torch it, they give you like, technically it's just one piece. It's just one bone that they cut mm-hmm. in half to make two pieces, yeah. right? But yeah. they charge you like one five. Yes. But when you go to the grocery, a, a kilo of that bone for the bone marrow is probably like, what, 500 at most? Yeah. So I really gave thought like, okay, how would I do this? Yeah, you should make your own. <laughs> then I'll make you try it now. Then we'll all just be in, um, we would need, uh, what do you call that, maintenance after. <laughs> We'll just be in a food coma. Yeah, we'll just die for like twelve <laughs> hours when we wake up. Oh, have you ever had like a sleep that long? By the way, twelve hours. Like a really long sleep that when you woke up, you're like, "What the fuck happened?" I think. Yeah, I think when you're really tired, you just wouldn't know if you fell asleep on what time you fell asleep, and then just when you open your eyes, it's already morning. So, what was the longest sleep you've ever had? I think. About that time, twelve hours. Well, mine was a day, by the way. Really? Like, a day, yeah. yeah like I when wasn't... I slept, when I slept, it was like a Friday, if I'm not mistaken. This was um when you were still working the same company before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going to be like the break, right? We were given like a like a one week break, yeah. Christmas and stuff. So I submitted my report. Uh, it was an all nighter. I was so stressed. Then I slept. Yeah, I know I how stressed you were. <laughs> Yeah, so I gave I, I went home on a Friday, obviously. Uh, then I said, you know what? It's like 1 p.m. I'm going to sleep. I woke up Sunday 1 p.m. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, when I woke up, I was rest. so confused for like four mm-hmm. hours. 
because I'm like, wait, what? Because I'm like, oh, it's probably Saturday. Okay. Then I was like, Sunday. Then like for three to four hours, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. You, you know, like I wonder, like some psychological. <laughs> yeah, like what happened? Like can like you can't imagine yourself just lying in bed. Yeah, for, for that, that long. long. Right. I and never you didn't did feel again. hungry or. I didn't. That's the thing. When, oh, but when I woke <laughs> up on Sunday, I was really hungry already. Yeah, but during the time you were sleeping, you were. Yeah, I was just like dead. Like okay. I just remembered something. So you were yeah. talking about a long sleep. So I remember the time when and when I had a short sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was I was in high school and then it was exam week. So I was studying. So it was about uh, 5 or 6 p.m. And I was really tired because I've been reading the whole day. And I told my mom, I'll just take a nap, like a shesta. So I took a nap. So I slept for three hours. And then when I woke up, I thought it was already the next day on my exam day. So I look at the watch. So I slept around 6 p.m. So I look at the watch. It's already 9 p.m. So I thought it was 9 a.m. of the next day. So I panicked. Yeah, I did. Like, I I I fixed my bag and just went to dress up and everything. Yeah. Took a quick bath, shower. And then my mom was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you in such a hurry? At 9 p.m. At 9 p.m. And I was mad. I told her, why didn't you wake me up? It's my exam and all that. Yeah, it's still Sunday. It's 9 p.m., not a.m. <laughs> For some reason, there's no window in that room. So I did. I wouldn't know if it's bright or dark outside. So I like I how your mom wasn't like, AJ, are you going to go party? Is that why you're showering more? <laughs> are you going, right? Yeah, because I was such in a in a hurry. I was. It was crazy. It's so funny at the same time. And then I just went back to sleep after. You're able to? Yeah. Like when it sank, oh, it's 9 p.m., it's nighttime. Okay, I'm going to sleep some more. (laughs) But I like how you showered, by the way. So (laughs) you wanted to be extra clean when you you go to dreamland or something. Yeah, I I was just thinking that I, I didn't want to look haggard. When I go to school, because that I didn't know at that time that it was still Sunday, so I didn't yeah. want to look haggard, even though I was late. <laughs> but you know, um, what do you call this? Uh, so something similar happened to me, but it wasn't my fault. It wasn't mm-hmm. my body. So what happened was, uh, I think it was like three or four months ago, give or take. Uh, I fell on my face because I slipped. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had like a cup. I had a lot of like scratches here. All over my face, like scratches. Oh and people thought that I got into a bar fight. But the thing is, when you look at my wounds, like in person, it's mm-hmm. very shallow. Like oh. it really just got scratched. It wasn't like, you know, someone got a knife or cut me up or I was getting beaten. Like I had no black eyes or anything, just scratches. Yeah, yeah. Right? So um, I did an episode of my, of course, of my podcast. And I, I had like betadine all over my face. Oh my gosh. Because again, you know, I want the wounds to heal properly, right? And to and to be cured and whatnot. And uh, when I did that, uh, my sister saw the episode and it's like yeah. freaking AM. Because my phone is never on silent. Yeah. Uh, when I'm sleeping, because what if there's an emergency or whatnot? She calls me at 2 a.m. <laughs> okay. To ask me if I was in a bar fight or if I gotten beaten up. I'm like, Kara. It's 2 a.m. I wasn't in a bar fight. I'm okay. 
alright, please call me at a better time. You're like, <laughs> because I'm sleeping. She knows yeah, that yeah. I'm sleeping. And because of that, I only had, let's say, four hours of sleep. I wasn't able to sleep again. I was able to fall oh, asleep okay. at like 4.30. So I messaged her, like, Kara, please, again, don't call me past 10. Because it's like, come on. Right? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I appreciate yeah. the concern. Turn, but, yeah, okay. yeah. Message, you know, message you back in the morning. It's yeah. not like I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was able to do my podcast. I just had better dying. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like don't call you unless it's an emergency. Yeah, at like that time. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. by the way, I saw that you were in Baguio recently, right? With Lara. Yeah. And... Yeah. How did that happen? Did you guys plan that or was it like a spur of the moment type thing? And when, and when was it? It was last. Oh, it was actually actually just this month, like end of October to November, like during the uh, All Saints Day, All Souls Day. Ah, okay, the the Halloween. Oh weekend. wait, am I right? Or was it last month? Oh my gosh, my memory. Anyway, so <laughs> it was a planned thing. We planned that, and we it's just the three of us, so we just got a cheap hotel. Um near Session Road, and then we just walked the entire time. That's for three days. Yeah, it was well, like, How did you guys get there? Uh, did you take a bus? No, uh, Emir drove. Wow, the yeah. old man still has that energy, <laughs> huh? Yeah, he drove. Yeah, and we were just keeping him company. Yeah, like you're keeping him awake and all Yeah. <laughs> was he playing his uh, metal music and stuff? No, actually... He has a very eccentric playlist. That's what he would okay. like to call it. But he likes metal music, right? Yeah, he does. But um, the playlist he was playing during the trip was, you know when on Spotify, you can just like favorite songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the heart. So yeah. he does that. Which is something I just discovered two months ago, by the way. <laughs> okay, so he, he did that. And he did that on different kinds of songs with different genres. And then when you do that, there's this favorites uh, playlist on your sidebar. So all the songs that you hearted or favorited will just be there. So that's what he played. So it's a mix of different <laughs> genres of music. Like, of course, there'll be metal. There, there's pop punk. There's pop music. And it was just so funny. Like, one second, Celine Dion is singing. Then the next is you'll hear metal music coming. <laughs> So, because the funny thing is, why I brought that up, because with my um, one of my best friends, she was heartbroken at that time. Oh. And she convinced me, because she was like, you know, Pao, because when she's heartbroken, she likes long drives. Mm-hmm. And it was a payday weekend. I mean, it's earlier than you guys. Um, It was a payday weekend. She's like, let's go to Tagaita. I'm like, Lors, um, it's a payday weekend. Tagaita is like four hours going and another four hours coming back. Back. Right? I mean, that's fair. That's all traffic, right? I yes. said, we might as well go to Baguio. So mm-hmm. I told her that at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm like, okay, good. I'm not going to go out of town. I'm just going to be here in Manila. <laughs> enjoy my Saturday. Uh, probably just cook myself a nice pasta. Just relax. You know what I mean? Then she calls back maybe around 12 <laughs> saying, let's do it. I'm like, oh my God. Like, Why did I suggest that? <laughs> the be- because- yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we went to Baguio. And because she was heartbroken, I was like, okay, Lars. I'm going to keep you awake. We, we left Manila at 3.30 p.m. We got the bag around 7-ish, 8-ish. And all we were listening to was Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo. 
the entire time. Yeah. Even going back. Oh my gosh. Because I fucking love that song. Yeah. And it suits the moment. Yeah, but don't you think it's a brilliant, brilliant song? <laughs> I don't listen much to Olivia Rodrigo. I'm sorry. I think oh, I just know. Are you not know... heartbroken? Yeah, boy. When? No, like you're not heartbroken. Is that why you don't listen to Olivia? Not really. I I don't know. I I feel like it's my age. Like I don't. I'm yes. Twenty-eight not... <laughs> year old aging. I mean, I like unlike when you were younger, you're updated on what's new in music. Oh yeah. Right? Okay. But okay. now, um, whenever it's just playing somewhere or it got mixed up with my Spotify playlist, that's the only time I'll I can listen. So yeah. No, I, I don't listen to Olivia Rodrigo, but no hate, of course. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm like, not really familiar with Traitor. <laughs> Why you're not? Not really. I just Please know. listen to Okay, no, no, like okay. So you know that Olivia's like 17 or 18 now, right? Yes. Okay. So I love Driver's License. Like last yeah, year. That's the only song one. I heard. Okay. That that was my number one song last year in Spotify. <laughs> by a mile, like a mile. Okay. I listened to around eighty thousand minutes of Spotify last year. And 8,000 of that was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. But, but I haven't, like, thing. listened to her album or her Yeah, singles. which is okay. Because, like, okay, because as you know, I love sad music, right? Ever since. <laughs> yes. Right? I'm a connoisseur when it comes to sad music. When I listened to Traitor, okay, like, when I first listened to it, the way she sang it, the lyrics, the story, everything... You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to fly to the US, meet Olivia, and I'm like, Olive, hi, I'm Paolo. Um, I just want to ask you two questions, okay? One, who did it? And two, where does he live? Can I just beat him up for you so he can stop writing really painful, sad music for your age? Because, look, she's like 17 years old, right? Or yeah. 18 years old at that time. If she was as old as me, like a 30-year-old, you know, been through a lot in life, I get it. But yeah, it's like yeah. 17. 17. To write such a painful song, like what happened, right? I like how you have this um, planned out scenario in your head on how you meet Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, it's I because did. of her song. <laughs> because, like, because okay, please listen to it like after this episode and let me know. Yes. But it's really like, who hurt you? <laughs> you know, who hurt you for you to be like this? That's the thing. Like, I really want to know. Yeah, at 17 years old, yeah. yeah at, like, have a point. Right? Because, okay, like you, AJ, you're 28, you're still very young, unlike me. But if you wrote a really sad song because of, like, past heartbreaks or whatever, I get it. Because yeah. you're 28, you probably had maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Right? But 17-year-old AJ, you know, you, you probably weren't in a relationship. You were just, <laughs> yeah. you know, studying or yeah. just having fun and your college friends or whatnot. Because, like, okay, I know you haven't listened to the song. I, I know that. But... You know, Back to December by Taylor Swift, right? Yes. Okay. Very painful song too, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like, Taylor went through so much. We're in, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, okay, I could be wrong. But I think Taylor Lautner was her closest one to ending up with someone. Yes. Right? I mean, li- really ending up with someone. And I understand why she had that song. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, all of those things. But, like, with Olivia, it's like, at 17, you know, like, I just feel like maybe the youth today, um, they relive really life too quickly. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it goes back to our topic earlier when everything is just so much easier in terms of information and all that. Like, it affects how people experience things. Yeah. Yeah. Because crazy, like, you know, I've had my heart broken. You obviously had as well. Mm-hmm. But I think we were able to enjoy life the before way having those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you're 17, 18, sure, date around or whatever, yeah. you know, meet people, have dinner with people, have a few drinks with people. But like, I, I, I don't know if I'm making sense or what, but it's just like, I feel that like a lot of these young people feel that they need to experience life fast. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it that way, but you have a point. Right? Because, like, you know, like, again, when we were young, you and I, we wanted to experience things. But I think yeah. we understood that things do take time. Yes. I right? think as young people, like, we want to grow up fast. Yeah. And during our time, it's just not going to happen in an instant. You really have to wait. Yeah. Which is fair, right? I mean, mm-hmm. some things in life, you just really need to wait. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's not the same situation, I guess. Like, yeah. like you know, um, so I met this person, right? Uh, she's around 26 years old, I think, or 25. No, 24, sorry. She's 24. And she was telling me that she wants to be in different industries, like in a snap. Mm. Then now she's in telco, then she's thinking of e-commerce. At the ripe age of 24, right? But the thing mm. is, I feel that they want to rush into different industries without fully understanding. Ending, yeah. Like, you know, you and I, our, our background is really digital marketing before, right? Yeah. Then we both got into e-commerce in a way. Then now you're back in more of a marketing, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like if I talk to you about our past experience together and we have a good discussion, I feel that we understood what we did before mm-hmm. in a deep sense. Then we both got into e-commerce, same thing. Right? Yeah, I think uh, the younger generation jumps from different industries faster than us because we're, I think our generation started the whole um, thing about, like our parents, they usually stay on a company for 20 know, years. 20 years. Yeah. And then in our generation, we were like fighting about Oh, it shouldn't be like that. We should dif- we should experience different industries at certain periods of time. Yeah. But for the younger people, they experience it way faster, and it's it's an it's a ridiculous um, speed. speed. So yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, like with our parents, like they stay in one company for like forty years. But the thing <laughs> is, like you know, back then, cost of living was really low. Salaries yes. were pretty good. You know, yeah, so even if you yeah. stay in the same company for 40 years, you're going to have a nice retirement. You can yeah. buy a house. Yeah, I think that's what that's what their thinking is. So if you stay in a company, like, you'll be secured. Because if you just stay there for three to five years, then parang it's sayang. You don't get to get what you deserve. Like, you know, that retirement fund and all those security fees that they give for loyal employees. Yeah, but the thing is, though, like, cost of living is really bad right now. Yeah, I know. Like, can, can I... <laughs> it's really different. You, yeah, can I give you a story? So, 
me, I'm trying to eat healthy, right? Yes. So I buy these some um, probiotic eggs from the grocery, you know, 12 pieces, um, cage-free, stress-free. Oh, it's like that's why they're bucks. probiotic. Okay, yes. Yeah. So 150 bucks for 12 eggs. A bit pricey because normal eggs is like 100 bucks. 50 bucks more. Not that big of a yeah, thing, yeah. right? Yes. Then I bought like three to four bottles of rubbing alcohol. Because you, know, you need that now. Yeah, yeah. Because of COVID, right? My bill was like 480 pesos. Altogether. Altogether. Wow. That's then a lot. I saw this on um, Facebook post. I'm sure you saw this as well. Like a Noche Buena thing, like a thousand bucks to see what you can get. Mm-hmm. And they barely filled up the cart. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. If they put it in a basket, maybe one fourth of the basket would be free. free. Oh, yeah. Right? So Crazy. Yeah. It's so, so bad right now to the point that abroad, okay, abroad. Because yeah, here in the Philippines, yeah. it's very uso to have like um, condomates and whatnot, right? Yes. But abroad, that's like, no, no way, man. <laughs> like, you in Britain, people are actually doing that now. They have flatmates oh. again, all of that. I didn't know that. But what I saw on yeah. Facebook is that the economy in other countries is somehow better compared to us. Like us being a third world country and all that. But our economy is worse than first world countries, especially the prices of. <laughs> no, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we kind of expected this, but. Yes, yeah. we expected it, but having to experience it yeah. for real is, is still really sad. Super. But yeah, AJ, I won't keep you longer. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been. I mean, you know, I would love to keep you longer, <laughs> but you know, I'm sure you, you you need to do other things. So thank you for being here. Thank you. But before yeah. I let you go, though, um, I just have one last question. Okay. And after that, you can do your plugins because I know you you did stuff in the past in terms of like arts and all of that, and you're taking a you know you're taking a break for now. But you know, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So first question is: Have you seen Wakanda forever? I haven't. I'm sorry. Damn. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so AJ, thank you for being here. Uh, maybe you can do your plugins now where people can follow you and all of that. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. So first of all, thank you, Pao, for having me. It's been my pleasure and I'm, I had a good time, really. Um, plugins? What do I have to plug? I don't... Okay. I'll just probably plug my Instagram page. It's okay. at AJ the Panda, And then there are other links there on my bio. The other one is for my art, and then the other one is for my poetry. So you could just follow my main account for now, since I'm most active there now. So. Yeah, and AJ, you still sing, right? Sorry. You still kinda sing, right? Kinda, you know. Yeah, because actually, <laughs> guys, um, for those who to my Spotify listeners, for tomorrow, uh, <laughs> because of course when this is uploaded, uh, it will be the next day for Spotify. Uh, AJ's a really good singer, like a oh really my gosh. good singer, I'm like blushing. crazy good. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, thank okay. you again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, AJ, thank you so much for being thank you, here. Pa. I'm uh, so honored. <laughs> I'm I'm honored. You know, it took you a while. You are the letter A in a glap, right? So. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Really? You didn't know? No, I didn't know. <laughs> Ian, Jella, AJ, Lara. Okay, I just remembered how Jella. you 
I just remember the time you realized you wanted to start a podcast, but yeah. I didn't know it was from. <laughs> yeah, so actually, IGLAP. So you're so it's Ian, Jella, Lara, AJ, Paolo. I feel so touched, and this is the first time I've been here, and you had like three seasons already. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? You're my. This is episode fifty-seven. My God, of season three. <laughs> Yeah, off season three. Oh, I'm having the energy of this. Yeah, I really have to really think about my life. After but I feel this. so happy. Like I was there when you started this whole podcast. Yeah, and you're finally a guest after <laughs> three seasons, which is really great. But yeah, AJ, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Iglap will be back next week on Thursday, and Iglap Short Talks uh, will be back on Sunday. We will upload something. Until then, take care, stay safe. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.